opinions unqualified. Uh, welcome to this week's pod, the crisper, clearer, cleaner uh, pod, because we're actually allowed to be in the same room as uh, other human beings now, Sammy. Yeah, um, how good is it? We had our uh, week break of uh, not being in person, and uh, it's good to be back here. It is, yeah, it's fantastic. So firstly, I want to say thank you to Nick for jumping on online with us and uh, uh, being involved. The last couple of weeks have been pretty pretty special in my opinion. Uh, Bruno was a fantastic guest with a lot of wonderful insights and obviously gave us a little bit of a rundown about uh, you know the uh, the techno scene and that sort of stuff. And then I followed up with Nick. I thought it was, yeah. was really good. And then we also had Matt on as well before that, our uh, graphic designer and all-round good guy and helps us out a lot. Hasn't well. he done some work lately? He, I'll tell you what, he puts in a lot of work for us and we are very 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 appreciative of it yes and a lot of the times we don't even even have to ask yep um which yeah is is really amazing and we're, we're super thankful for that yeah yeah brilliant brilliant job some really brilliant work and uh i love the comic style yeah they were pretty cool yeah. they were pretty cool yeah so it's just something different something that i probably wouldn't have thought of so it's good to have a different mind so to creatives and stuff for us so thanks maddie appreciate that and uh, thanks to the guests we've had the whole way along. Uh, the last couple of weeks have been pretty, uh, pretty special in my book. So thank you to those guys. Uh, remember, if you want to be a part of the pod and involved in the pod, just reach out to us and uh, we're, we're always happy to have you here. Um, today was pretty special, Sammy. Yeah, it was. Eh? It, was um, it was a time. It was a time. But, but it, wasn't, it wasn't a time that we usually have a time at. No, <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. So... Um, I work at, at a school, um, and uh, today I, I work at the front office of a school, which um, is, is generally, uh, a lot of people come in and go, whoa, there's a, there's a dude there, <laughs> and it happens, um, but today you were there with me, and we, we basically ran a school front office, uh, just the two of us, two males. Yeah, um, hopefully nothing bad happened, um, but yeah, it was, uh, we, we're out here defying gender norms, I guess. Um, I don't know how many schools or really any front office has just uh, two males or an all-male uh, lineup as their uh, yeah, front, front of uh, desk staff. Yeah, I, I just, when I've, I've been in this role for a little while and people come in and go, I've never seen a male in that role before. And then today, one of the deputies are walking past and we, we had the male deputy with us and there's three males <laughs> at the front office and she's like, wow, three males at the front office of a school. So uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was interesting. Um, uh, but really good, really appreciative of your, your expertise and, and your professionalism um, and your willingness to basically do anything so I didn't have to do the hard stuff. Yeah, well, I don't know about expertise, but I'll take everything else. I mean, it's always good to get a bit of experience in um, different things and, yeah, experience different jobs, I guess. So, yeah, it's good fun. So there's a, probably a couple of little packages to open up here. Firstly, um, we can talk about gender norms and... Uh, you're probably finding that uh, women are, are moving more into previously male-dominated jobs, and there's no, there's not a negative, a sort of uh, response to male, males in in female-dominated industry. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Anymore. Do have you find like noticed anything in particular when it comes to, you know, or do you find it weird? Say say a girl comes up to you. And you're having a chat, maybe you're having a beer at the pub and you go, oh, you know, the usual talk, what do you do for work or whatever? Yeah, yeah. And she's like, I'm a brickie. Like, how would that make you feel? I mean, all power to, to them, I reckon. Um, it is different. Like, it would catch you off, off guard for sure. Um, but yeah, I think, I mean, if you can do the job and you can do it at a job that's 
at the required level, I mean, doesn't matter what gender you are, you know? Yeah, no, I 100, I 100% mm. agree. Um, I think you'd be sitting there and go, well, you're a brickie. And then yeah, you'd, you'd exactly. look at their arms and they'd be bigger than ours. But, you know, that's right, because that's hard yakka. Yeah, yeah. That's, no, that's not easy work. It's really, really hard work. And you're probably finding, I'm finding more anyway, that uh, particularly younger men are sort of moving into more sort of office entry level positions than mm. previously before. Um, which may be like a, like a basically glorified receptionist is what I am. Um, and it would be 20 years ago, you wouldn't have seen a male in that role. Yeah, I don't think it would have... Um yeah, it would be it would be interesting to see if there was like stats mm. on that to see what like percentage, because mm. that would be that that would be really interesting because I don't think it would be. I wonder if it would be zero. Yeah, I think I think it'd be really low, All right? But I think sort of the older you get as well. So for me, this position's a position that allows me to do my passion, which is to coach basketball and put time into that. Um, so I think I think if people are, are looking for, I guess flexibility within their life um you know going for a role like this is is really good so anyway it's it's interesting yeah and probably the other thing to unpack i saw uh something on social media today a a lady put up um finally it's over and then there's a hip comes what's over what's over yeah what's over and then one of the moms said yeah school holidays are over (laughs) so (laughs) I think there's a lot of parents out there that are really excited for the fact that their kids are back at school and, and hopefully there's some normality uh, in their lives, a bit of routine, um, because those holidays were, were longer than expected. Um, but yeah, I think there's some excitement. And, uh, and I, I think working around in the education department as well, teachers need a little bit of that as well. A lot of the teachers are very excited to be back because they get that routine back. Yeah, exactly. In their life. Um, one thing I, I, I will say, mm. and it might turn people the wrong way, but Ooh. if I ever hear teachers complain about holidays being too short or not getting enough holidays or they work <laughs> too hard, I will lose my mind. I, <laughs> I really will because you know, I know it's hard work and you're molding the minds of the future leaders of our country and you know, it's a really important job and I'm not underselling that at all. But you get 12 weeks off a year and basically you're working if you're well prepared and you've been doing it for a while and you've got your planning in place yeah you're working an 8 hour day true yeah <laughs> you know it's, it is yeah it is if you put in the work and and whatnot the the hard yards it can definitely i think can be very rewarding with the uh the time that you get yeah. off and I think obviously the Sean turns a teacher and he might take offense a little bit to to that and there's a lot of teachers in my life obviously uh, but I think if you like you say if you're in it a while you're well planned you know there's marking periods where you're obviously doing like for a, for a few weeks you're doing a lot of work yeah but that's a few weeks you know so anyway I'm willing to, to go into battle with, with anyone <laughs> you know about that so um, school holidays are, are, are finished so school is back and probably the, the weirdest thing uh, for us probably today Sam is that we had to sit there all day next to each other with masks on yeah, we did. Um, it was very uh, interesting. Yeah. Um, and I, I think I was all right for the first few hours, um, and then it, and then it did start to get a little bit. I wouldn't say frustrating, but a little bit agitating. Yeah. Um, just the the no fresh air. Yeah. Um, and then also 
just I feel like it's well, obviously as you sweat yeah um, it sticks to your face a little bit more and um, just talking starts to become a bit uncomfortable yeah um, well, I remember we had Chad on a few weeks ago another amazing guest uh, that we had but uh, he was in had been in quarantine a few times as we discussed yeah. <laughs> um, his wife was working in, in Melbourne and she worked pretty much the whole whole time through and she had to wear a mask the whole time and what he, he said to me that I didn't even really think about is because you're wearing a mask all the time and you're sweating under that like it causes real skin irritation and pimples and and that sort of thing and I found with me today, like once I've taken it off, I've, my face has started to feel weird and gland, like sort of clumpy and, and, and gross. Yeah, yeah. From wearing the mask. So I feel for those people that have obviously been wearing masks for a long time um, because it wasn't comfortable. The other, other thing that I noticed, and we discussed this today, is after I ate my lunch, <laughs> I could smell my lunch for like an hour after it. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, it's not pleasant. And, you know, sometimes you don't mean to have bad breath, but, you know, it happens. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, the mask definitely helps it linger around. Um, yeah. Which, yeah, I don't know. Maybe some spray might be needed or something. Yeah, maybe like a mint or a yeah. chew or something underneath there. Well, no one can see you chewing, so I guess... Yeah, that's true. That's actually a positive. I so wonder, tick positive, yeah. mask you can chew. <laughs> yeah. I, wonder if, um, I wonder if the bad breath goes through the mask, though. Yeah, I don't know. Not that I want to test it out, but... No. You know, like if you have like a little bit of like a burp, Mm. and like you let a bit of <laughs> gas out of your mouth does the person in front of you smell it yeah i don't know i don't really want to test that do nah, like, <laughs> me either but it's just a it's an intriguing thought yeah know? it is it is um probably the other thing with the mask there's probably a couple of things i want to know so i'm driving yeah down the street and i'm in my car and i'm by myself and i'm driving past other people in their car driving the same way with masks on yeah and i'm like man as soon as i'm in that car that mask is coming off yeah mask off mask off for driving yeah yeah i I definitely do that that's for sure and i think because i think the actual law is if you're with someone in your car from a different household you have to have a mask on then you have to yeah but if they're from your household then you don't have to have the mask on why would people be wearing the mask if they don't need to it's your car yeah, I, well, a lot of these rules are obviously they're there for a reason, but they're very um, questionable, I guess. You know what what is allowed and what isn't allowed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what's the difference between exercise and strenuous exercise? Well, and that, that's that's true as well. And and the fact that inside you have to wear a mask even if you're doing strenuous exercise. Yeah, and outside you don't have to wear a mask mask if you're doing strenuous exercise. Yeah, and I, I I have seen a lot of people flirt with what uh, strenuous exercise is. Um, I didn't know that a casual stroll was a strenuous exercise. I would Because I, I did see a few people walking without their mask on, you know. Maybe they just um, had a run. Maybe, maybe, but um, yeah, who knows? Inter- yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> and I'm sure every state and, and every country uh, has had different rules. Um, and I think everyone's trying to do the best they possibly can to, to control, you know, the spread of, of COVID. Um, but yeah, it's been an interesting time. And, and being in WA, like, don't, don't get us wrong. We're, we feel very lucky and very privileged to be here and only to just be going through like this, this minor little hiccup now. Whereas other states have been dealing with it for months and months and months and well, months. Yeah, we've been super lucky. So yeah, we've been fortunate. But I think 
I think the way that the state reacted as soon as the lockdown was announced is why yeah. we've been so lucky because everyone just did it. Like there was no complaints, there was no issues. Everyone just was like, bang, let's do it. Let's try and get rid of it. And then it's gone. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? It's like, you know, when you, it's like when you have a task that you got to do that you don't want to do mm. and you just keep putting it off and off and off and then you finally do it and you're like, oh, well, that wasn't that bad or like you get something done and you're like, sweet, that's good. I think it's a bit like that, you know? Like you could always put it off and be like, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. I'm not going to do it. And then it just lingers on and yeah. then you finally do it for like a week and then you're like, oh, you know, that wasn't that bad. <laughs> See, I'm going to be I'm gonna be real. I actually enjoyed the week off. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Look, I don't have a problem apart from that I couldn't go to the beach. Yeah. Um, it wasn't too uh, frustrating to me. I sort of got to the end of the week and I was starting to get a little bit agitated because I, yeah. I hadn't been anywhere. But yeah, I think if you're, you're active and you're doing things and you're keeping your mind sort of busy, I think your mind is the thing. You're keeping your yes, mind yeah, busy. Yeah, yeah. And I think you're all right. So what I wanted to talk about though is with mask life, hashtag mask, li- mask, mask life, mask life. Yeah. Yeah, mask life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's, there's a few things that, that we sort of have to unwrap here as well. The first thing is you've gone on a date with a mask on, Sam. Yeah, you're exposing me again, Nixie, but yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I just I think it's good that you're, you're a popular man and you get plenty oh, of attention. I think that's a good thing. Um, and how difficult was it? Was it hard to... Because obviously a, a lot of communication is the way your mouth moves and facial expression and... How difficult was it to sort of break down barriers with someone wearing a mask? Uh, it was, yeah, it was definitely different um but it wasn't like it wasn't too bad apart from like you know like it's a bit when you're speaking to someone it's a bit muzzled out and sounds not different but it's a bit yeah harder to you got to pronounce your words a little bit better and stuff like that but it wasn't too bad um and then obviously when you have a drink you can take your mask off so um that helped as well i think one of the funniest memes i saw last week was of mark mcgowan and the reporters asking the most ridiculous questions yeah and you just see him get like more and more frustrated through this meme and he's like just use your common sense so you can't eat through a mask like, <laughs> like you take the mask off you can't drink through the mask you take the mask off like you know yeah, well, obviously that reporter was trying to push for something, but... Yeah, yeah, I think, I think they get to a point where they're just, just, yeah, trying to make a headline, I guess, but yeah, I thought it was crazy. Um, so, you didn't find it impacted too much at all? Not too much, no, it wasn't, it wasn't like a barrier. Do you reckon there's any positives or benefits to having a mask on a date? Uh, I don't know if there's any positives, no. Well, you could pretend you're a superhero. Yeah, like, yeah, I don't know. It's about, I don't think there is any positives. I wouldn't say there's that many negatives and yeah. it's not too much different. Like, it is different. Mm. It's a bit weird, weird at first. You're just like, oh, like, wearing masks. I wonder if, like, say you went out, because I haven't been out and I sort of refuse to go out when I have to wear a mask. I'd, just say, I'd rather stay at home. Mm. If there is, like, a financial benefit to wearing a mask, now, the reason I say that is I think you drink less because you always have to move to take, your mask yeah. shifting. So you think, you know, oh, I could have a drink, but then I have to move my mask. Yeah, I stuff it like I, I just won't. I think a, a lot of people, I did drive past uh, 
MBH today. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of people there sitting with their mask tucked underneath their chin. And I think once they get their drink and they sit down, yeah. I think it's mask down, down below their chin for the whole time. Oh. I think that's what people are doing. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, I guess that makes... Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, if you... I don't, I don't know. Don't know what the technicalities are, but... Well, I don't know what the rules are. Like, I, like, I, I guess you can't get up and dance or anything either. No, nah, so. you're not allowed to dance. So there's no thing. dancing. It's sort of... I feel like it's footloose. It's like <laughs> dancing's illegal. Like, and there's going to be like all these secret dance clubs and garages <laughs> all over the place where people are just going to dance. But yeah, that'd be pretty funny. Yeah, just, yeah. Uh, yeah, that would be good fun as well. Oh yeah, just just a bunch of people in a shed just raving, just dancing away. <laughs> I, I can't see the point of going out unless you're going to dance. No, nah, well, there's not there's not much really. Like, especially if you're going to go out and just sit down and have drinks, you might as well just buy yourself some drinks and sit down at home with yeah. some friends or whatever, and save a bit of money and have a bit of comfortable, more comfortable being at being at home and whatnot. Yeah, no, I agree. I think, I think, yeah, I think if if there is no none of that social dancing side of things, I can't see the point. Because you go to see music to experience music, you know, or you know, exactly. And a lot of places play music so loud mm. when and and it would be weird if you weren't allowed to dance mm. and they were playing music loud. Yeah, and then you're trying to have a conversation and you're just like, oh man. Yeah, I think probably the one thing that. Mask sort of works for though. It's like a comedy show, so you can go there, sit down. You know, you always sit down at a comedy show. You don't, yeah. you don't sort of get up or dance. But you sit back, you can enjoy it. You can sort of laugh <laughs> yeah. into your mask. You know, it probably it probably be quite. And then the heckler in the crowd, he wouldn't even be able to tell who it is. <laughs> it could be coming from anywhere. That guy's just going crazy. Just like, Where's that coming from? It'd be hilarious. Just keep moving seats. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, you'll never know. You'll never know who it is. So. I think that's one one thing that would be like probably the cinemas, the movies. If you go sit and yeah, watch that a movie, that, that wouldn't, wouldn't be an issue. Nah. So there's a few social things you could do. What do you think? Because we both like ten pin bowling. Yeah. You're, you're you're a lot better than I am, but <laughs> we both enjoy it. It's a, it's a good time out. Do you reckon that strenuous activity? Um. No. 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 It's more of a social. Um, what if you're like really whipping them down the lane? The sweats on your brow. Yeah, <laughs> you're like you're really in the moment. Like you're on, say you're on like two thirty, you know, and you've got one rack left, and you're like, oh, anything, anything. I'd, I'd grab a beer so I can take my mask off for the last, <laughs> for the last frame, for the last frame. <laughs> yeah, just so you can go for it. <laughs> What's your highest score? Um, two twenty-five was Man, my highest score. Yeah, back that's... in my uh, prodigy days. So is that like, you get a trophy for that? I I got a certificate, yeah. Man, that's cool. You got two twenty five. It's in the shed. I like that. Yeah, I like. I'm not trying to boast, but you know. Man, that's good. I think my (laughs) highest is like one eighty something. That's not too bad. Yeah, but one eighty is good. If you can consistently get one eighty, that's pretty good. I can't consistently get one eighty. That's what you want. I'll get like one ten, and then I'll get like a one eighty, then I'll get a one thirty. Yeah, that's yeah. I'm not. I'm probably around 150. Yeah. But I, I'm i too competitive. Mm. I get really frustrated. Dude, that's why I like going with my four-year-old. Because I win. Yeah. <laughs> but see, even that would frustrate me. Like, it's not even the competitive side. It's like, if I do a bad ball, I'm like, damn, Sam. Like, 
you know, like, you did that. Like, no one else affected that ball. You ruined it yourself. Do you know what I find? When there's someone bowling in the lane next to me, it puts me off. Yeah, it's, um... It's it's different. Obviously, when you bowl in a league, yeah, they have a bit of etiquette. Yeah, with people, you know, you give way to your left or something. I don't know what it, I can't remember. Um, but yeah, when you just go normal bowling and there's a, a couple um people either side of you yeah. and they don't really um understand give, the timing. Yeah, give a bit of common courtesy, I guess. Um, it can become a bit bit annoying. Yeah, and then yeah, you tend to stand there, wait for them to do their ball, and then. Then the when next person pick, comes Yeah, up. you got to pick a window just to throw it down there, but that's oh, all right. It's all good fun. Yeah, yeah, it is, it is fun. I'm competitive as well. Like, I find if, like, no one next to me, particularly on my left-hand side, I yeah. don't know what it is, is bowling, like, I'm good. Yeah, because like, it's further away. Like, bowling right-handed is further away, isn't mm-hmm. it? So, yeah, anyway. Anyway. Um, so, the week that was in, in WA, again, we're very proudly West Australian here. Um, terrible, terrible bushfires. So the first thing we want to say is uh, a massive thank you. A massive, you know, it's it's they they never get the praise that they need. It's the emergency services, um, big time. You know, the firefighters. Um, you know, the ambos. You know, and then all the volunteers that volunteers. are involved um, to try and you know save houses. And it's probably the most devastating fire I've heard of in a while. Eighty six houses, yeah, it was, were it was, yeah. destroyed uh, in the, in the, these fires. So. Uh, and they they burned for six days, like heavily for six days. So it was, was massive. Um, so firstly, if you can find a way to contribute and help um, those those families, I'd, I'd definitely rec- recommend that. Um, it was it was good to see. There was quite a lot. I, I don't know, scrolling on Facebook, there was a lot of people offering um, bedrooms for people to sleep in, uh, a lot of floats for like people's horses and stuff because it was in that area where there's a lot of... Um, people that got horses and that yeah. um which was really good and then a lot of places you know doing the food and stuff for for the families and for the um emergency services as well yeah so it's pretty good yeah and it's good to see all the, obviously all those families you know are people donating clothes for kids and you know places to stay and obviously the food's important as well but it's yeah just if, if you know someone that's within you know the you know with the emergency service one of those uh you know one, one of the the important people um you know send them a shout out give them the love um they definitely don't get enough um so appreciate that but you brought something to my attention today sam that i was pretty heartbroken actually yeah it's pretty disappointing obviously um during those times there was a lot of um a lot of stuff on social media of um people doing good stuff you know there's a lot of good news on there like we just said of people offering up you know some help and and donating stuff and whatnot and then i um came across apparently that there was um quite a few break-ins around the areas of where um people had to actually evacuate their houses yeah. and like robbing someone's house is bad enough as it is you know like don't don't steal someone else's hard work pretty much um, but then to to take advantage of people that have evacuated their houses for their own their own safety um, and just yeah for their own lives really um, and then for people to be breaking into those houses is like disgusting really yeah I don't think you can get lower than that yeah like that's to be honest yeah. yeah and you try and think well what would make someone get to the point where they have to do that like like what sort of life is that person living Mm. and like I always 
just go straight to thinking that drugs are the problem. Yeah, yeah. Look, it's probably you're probably not far off the uh, the eight ball there. Um, but it's just like I, I just these people are at probably the lowest point in their life, losing properties, having to evacuate, and then people decide to go in and you know. And it's I think if you've ever been broken into, you it's hard to feel safe in your home again. Mm. It's it's really yeah. hard to feel safe in your home again um, because. You know, you feel violated. You feel like someone's going through your personal stuff. And a lot of the time they'll go through and because they're trying to be quick, they'll trash the place. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it's it's actually quite scary. So these people like, have nearly lost everything or some of them might have even lost it after that point. Yeah. You know, you know, the ones that, that haven't, they go back to their house and someone's gone through it. And Well, that's the thing, isn't it? You, you evacuate your house thinking that there might be a fire coming through. And then, you, you know, you hear maybe you hear that you're all good. And mm. then you come back to your house and you see that it's been broken into, and you're like, "Oh damn!" You know, like, yeah, man, they're just low lives, I guess, is, mm. is the only only way to describe that. And you know, you really feel for those people, but what a yeah, it's it's disgraceful. Anyway, um, we'll move on to yeah, something nothing. positive. Yeah, that's, yeah. Um, but you got to get we got to we got to talk do. the, we the do. tough topics sometimes, particularly things that are happening out here. So, um, you know, if you ever see anyone doing something like, that, make sure you report them. Mm. I think that's probably the key. Um, how good, and the, probably the question is, is this guy the greatest team sports player in the history of any team sport? And oh, we're talking about yeah, Tom Brady, yeah. who uh, today won his seventh Super Bowl uh, out of 10. He's been to 10 Super Bowls and he's been playing 21 years. So if you think of a really good three-point shooter, mm. what's a really good three-point shooter percentage? Oh, like really good. Really good. Like 50s? Yeah, and that's like forties, like high forty, mid forties, mid forties. Yeah, you know, so you're talking forty, say forty five, forty six percent. Yeah, Tom Brady making a Super Bowl is a higher percentage than that. Yeah, it's making crazy. the biggest game in his sport. Well, did you see him winning seven now? Um, he's won more Super Bowls than any franchise. No, that's insane. That's in a the ridiculous. NFL. <laughs> and the funny thing is, the Patriots have six. Yeah, and he won six there, so that was, you know, him. But I, I, I don't really follow. I don't follow NFL at all. Um, but he's playing Tampa, Tampa Bay Buccaneers or something yeah. like that. How how long have they been? A t- I've never heard of that team. Yeah, that they haven't been good. Like I have never heard of that team. I like I don't follow it, but I have played a couple Madden games and stuff like that. So I, I do know some teams, but like. Yeah, I've never heard of that team. And that's the thing. That's the Brady effect, I guess. So, no matter where this guy goes, like, he wins. Like, mm. it's it's incredible. And a lot of people like uh, the the Patriots coach. Yeah, Belichick. And Tom Brady. Belichick, yeah. yeah. So, they're like, you know, Belichick gets 50% of the credit. Brady gets another 50%. Yeah. But now people are saying, well, no, actually, it's Tom Brady should be getting like 70% of the credit here and, and Belichick's Yeah. And I think when you're talking about like any team sport. Now, a couple jump to mind, particularly basketball. Mm-hmm. Like if you've got LeBron James, you're thereabouts because yeah. he's a guy that will change your game. You're going like to be good. Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, if you talk about baseball, like if you had um, like Manny Ramirez or, um, you know, say Babe Ruth back in the day mm-hmm. or if you had, um, you know... Um, you know, a, a really serious hitter or a really serious pitcher. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're in the game. 
Yeah. Like you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna be make there. An impact. You're gonna be there about. I don't think there's a game that's more reliant on a single player than NFL. And I know today the game they, they won it as a team, but the quarterback makes everything happen. Well they pretty much make every decision, don't they? Yeah. They're always trusted with the yeah, whatever the decision is. Well the ball's always in their hands. Yeah. So it's the only game that every single possession you get the ball in your hands. Like even in basketball, like LeBron James won't get a touch every possession. Yeah, exactly. It's not... Every, and not every like decision is... Yeah. He might pass the ball, but it's not really like a decision. No. You know, it's, that's just an easy pass that he makes and then it's all good. Yeah. But every time Tom Brady catches the ball, it's like, this is a pretty big play, yep. you know, with what he's doing with the ball. Just un- unbelievable. Like the fact that he's won more than any franchise, he's... Over, like, he's nearly 50% chance every single year of making a Super Bowl, yeah. which is un- unbelievable. He's 43 years old and said he's going to play again. Yes, yeah, sir. And who, uh, who's the other, Gronk? Yeah. How yeah. old is he? Cause he's, he's, he's a bit younger. He's a bit younger, younger is yeah. he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's in his 30s. Right, right. But yeah, yeah 43 to be doing, still playing elite sport is pretty, pretty good. Well, I think there's a, um, a Japanese soccer player. Okay. And I think he, he plays in the top league in Japan, and he's like 54, I think. Really? Yeah, the dude's old. He retired for like, I think it was like 10 years or something like that. Yeah. Like when he was like 30. Yeah. Retired or something, and then, yeah, 10 years, and he's, back, and he's like in his 50s or something. He's some like ridiculous age. Yeah, that's what probably one of the coolest things. I remember I, I must have been... A teenager. There must have been in the 90s. Mm. There was a guy that was 80, 80 80-something, still playing like footy, like country football. Yeah, right. Like, ridiculous. Like, the fact that he was that old and still (laughs) playing country footy. I think, you know, he was playing in a league where people knew he was old and they weren't going to smash him and and kill the poor old bloke. But he was still playing at that level, which means he was fit enough to run around and kick a footy and even mark it every now and then. Yeah, exactly. That's some, yeah. All power to the man. Yeah, I don't I know. How old is Roger Federer? Uh, He'd be he... late 30s. Yeah, surely. late 30s probably. And he's still he, up there. Yeah, he's still... Oh, he's got talent. He's talented, isn't he? He's like... Oh, he's a freak. He is. You know, so that's... Uh, yeah. And he's got a good, like, his athletic, athleticism and, and whatnot is... Yeah. He looks in shape all the time. yeah. yeah. I think LeBron's like 36 as well. LeBron's 36 is crazy. Yeah, and he's still... Like, he's having like a career year or yeah. something. Every, yeah, it's, every year. Every year's better. Yeah, it's like everyone's waiting for LeBron to slow down. Yeah, and it's not happening. And it's just not happening. It's, it'll be interesting to see how long, how long he can keep that up for because he's a specimen as well. So I guess talking about the greatest there... So if we think about the sports... So Tom Brady's clearly the, the best player in the NFL. Hmm. Has ever seen. Yeah. In basketball, Michael Jordan is renowned as the best player that's ever played the game. Yeah. I actually think LeBron's surpassed him now. Yeah, I mean, it's it's such a tough one when it's different eras and stuff like that, isn't it? But I I think if you if you had to compare him and and take away all the extra stuff, um, you you probably would go with LeBron. Well, I just think... If you had player A, player B, none of the titles or anything like that, yeah. and just stats, and maybe a little bit of gameplay, yeah. 
not being not knowing who they are, I think you're probably going to go for LeBron. Yeah, I think so as well. And I I think you look at some of the teams, and everyone's like, oh, he was lost in the finals. But some of the teams he took to the finals had no right being in the finals. Yeah, like some... he took some spuds. Well, that Cavs, the Cavs team. The first Cavs yeah. team he took was, yeah, it wasn't. Good. <laughs> it was him. That, yeah, it was legit, and he was young then as well, wasn't he? So I guess would you rather be LeBron James or Tom Brady or someone like a Roger Ferrer at Federer or a Tiger Woods? So the individual sport versus the team sport. Great. Um. I I'd prefer team sport. Yeah. Um, because team sport you get to share it with with people that you you create a, a really good bond with. Hopefully, and if you're going to be successful, you need to have good bonds. Um, and then you can still celebrate it with your your family and your loved ones and close ones. While if you're by yourself, it'd be good to win and you share it with your your family and close ones. Your but coaches, then, I guess. Yeah, coaches, but. I don't think it would be as good as having your mates, would you? You know, like people that you've gone, you know, you've worked so hard for with the whole time to be able to celebrate it with, you know? So I'd be interested in getting people's thoughts on that. So I think we should do a poll, this week's poll. Poll. Would you prefer to be a team superstar or a individual superstar? Well, I wondered what people's preference would be. I'm going to write it down as well because yeah. the amount of times that we say that we're going to do a poll <laughs> and, we don't and do I it. don't think it goes up is probably, yeah. Well, we're opinions unqualified. Exactly. We're not opinions <laughs> organised. Yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> true. Um, talking about um, organised. So, I want to have a little segment and it's called Toilet Talk. Toilet Talk. To- toilet Talk. Now, the reason for this is, right, there's this one thing and I've had this conversation with a number of people. And I don't think we've discussed it on the pod yet. Okay. But it comes down to toilet paper. Yes. Now, toilet paper is a big issue in our world at the moment because everyone goes crazy when there's oh. some sort of lockdown and you just can't get it. So it's like people just shit themselves, yeah. literally. Yeah. <laughs> it was actually hilarious. I, I got, must have got six messages from people when the lockdown was announced, do you want some toilet paper? I'm like... <laughs> Who in their right mind would send that? My, my bowel movements are still the, still the same. <laughs> yeah, I don't go any extra times a day. But what I want to talk about in our toilet talk little segment today yeah. is the toilet roll. Mm. Now, which way is the way the toilet roll Over. Goes? Over. Yeah. So you're saying it, it goes over the front? Yeah, over. Over the front? Yeah. So that like you can just sort of roll it out. Yeah. Because right. so, I have... I've had people say to me, back, go backwards, like it down yeah, against under, the wall, under, because yeah. it can be hidden and they can't see the. See what? See the flap uh. of the toilet paper sort of hanging down because it's behind, so it looks cleaner and neater, is their argument. Well, all power to them, <laughs> but yeah, over. Yeah, I'm over as well. I think over, just it's easier to. Right. Yeah, I, I, and roll. I think they're designed to roll that way, aren't yeah, they? I, I, I mean, I think they're they're flexible, um, but over. I wonder if those people are. Oh, it depends on what side the roll is, I guess, or yeah, your left hand side or your right hand side. Because if you're right handed, over's easier if it's on the left because you can just reach across and grab it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. But if it's on the other side, then it's you're a little bit. It's a little bit more awkward, I guess. I, I so want to you use your left hand. I wonder is there. Is there an expert on this? I don't know. We're definitely not experts. No, we're not. I like. I reckon a good 
gauge would be like hotels. Whichever way they have. What way, like? They're always over in hotels. Always over? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I've, I've come across an under very often. No. And when I do, I'm like, oh, this is a bit different, but that's all right. Probably the other thing about the roll, what's the perfect amount of sheets? You know the little sheets? Oh, you need some serious pliage. Yeah. Yeah, so what if you've got like a, like a three-ply, like normal three-ply? Yeah. Toilet paper. How many sheets do you have? Oh, how many, how many, sh- how many actual sheets? Yeah, like um, probably about three. See, I've I've got. It depends if you fold a scrunch as well. <laughs> yeah, you got to fold. You can't scrunch. Yeah, yeah you got to fold. <laughs> Folding, folding's the only way. All right, so four is the perfect one. Four. Yeah, four. Because you fold it in half and then you fold it in half again and you got a little sheet and then you got plenty of ply. Yeah, right. There. Yeah. Four. All right. Four is the perfect number, I think. Yes, boss. Yeah, you agree oh, with that? Well, I, was, I, you know, I haven't come uh, into any trouble uh, so far with my uh, my technique. All right, so, cool. Um, well, that's cool. You've got a clean butt. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> All right, now the last thing, the, the talky part of the toilet. Yeah. Is today I, I went to the bathroom during the day and I had told Sam, "Look, I got to go shake hands with a champ." Mm-hmm. So what I wanted to talk about was what's the best toilet analogies. Well, the one that springs to mind is, is dropping the kids off at the pool. Yeah. Is usually the... Yeah, um, so if you're going to go do a number two, yeah. you're going to drop the kids off at the pool. Dropping the kids off at the pool, yeah. Yeah. But I've never heard shaking hands with the champ. Never heard nah, anyone shake hands It's a great champ. one, though. I do yeah. like it. I do enjoy it. Yeah. Wrestle the one-eyed cyclops? No. <laughs> I don't really... I just, I guess I don't really have analogies. It's usually just chucking a piss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I guess. I think yeah, you find creative ways to say that you're going to go to the bathroom. Yeah, I'm interested to see if there's any better ones than those. I think shake hands with the champ is a beauty. Urination station. I'll go to the urination station. Yeah. yeah. Like. Yeah. Oh yeah, but there's not too many. Yeah, I don't really have too many an- analogies. I got to go drop some bombs. Yeah, drop a bomb. Yeah. yeah. Log. Yeah, a log. What? Yeah, drop a log. Um, <laughs> Man, we're so classy, Sam. Yeah, I know. I know. We've got a few minutes left. Can we change the topic? Yeah, man, I, I like that. Topic. <laughs> All right, um, I actually, I was actually quite um, intrigued and, and pretty excited about our poll result last week. Yeah, so um, obviously the last two weeks, um, having Bruno and then having Nick on, we um, discussed the outdoor and, and indoor scenario for for music events um and and we we did do a poll and I, I was quite surprised it was probably a bit of a blowout compared to to our other um polls that we've done and um outdoor events um yeah won by quite a a foot and a half yeah so I, yeah we, we did discuss it um I think it depends on what you're going to see and the purpose of you're I going probably, to see it, the, the, the poll probably wasn't specified specified. Or it was a very generic... But if, if it was like you've got an event to go to, you don't know what it is, you can either go to the outdoor version or the indoor version. Yeah. You go into the outdoor yeah. version. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah, we have talked. Yeah, fresh air. So, yeah, thanks thanks for those that voted too. Yeah, actually it was quite... um, had quite a fair few people voting. It was probably the most people that we've had voting, I think, um, which is... Which is always good to see. It's always um, a nice bit of encouragement to, to see that people are watching our stories and and um, participating, especially when it's just um, 
usually just a yes or a no that you got to yeah. click or something like that, which is... um. Well, I think that's what people like, though. We sort of discussed it before. Yeah, you don't want to have to answer and type and write. and Simple. Keep yeah. it simple. Keep it simple. Keep it this simple, or this. stupid, yeah. And then you've got a 50% chance of... Getting it right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> your opinion's right anyway, because yeah, yeah. it's your opinion. But um, what the other thing you brought to me, a really... I think I think this has got some legs, Sam. Um, you're talking about baby showers. And I'm like, yeah, baby showers. But there's a spin on this. Yeah, so I've I seen um, a little uh, uh, quote or something, something from um, Elon Musk... Who's um yeah rich? It's the dude. Yeah. Um, and then you know he said we you know we do we have baby showers, right? You know people bring clothes and stuff that's gonna make it a bit easier for the new parents um, for the kid. Um, and he said, why don't we start having business showers, where friends get together and help out their friend that's starting their own business with. You know, either bringing in resources or helping them out some way. Maybe buying, you know, the product that they're they're selling, um, offering to, I don't know, sell it to someone else for you know for them or something like that. Um, which I thought is um, a good idea, and I've always um, been a pretty big advocate of if your friends are trying to trying to pursue something to um, get behind them and and do what you can do. I mean, it doesn't always have to be putting in money but just a, a simple share or recommending it to someone else that you're talking to or something like that is um a pretty painless uh thing to do so i think yeah it was a pretty pretty cool little thing to see i think and i think a little bit of love goes a long way as well so if you know one of your people is is trying to achieve something and investing time in something just so sometimes just telling them you know i see it is enough to give them a little bit more of a kick in the butt to, to keep pushing and, and keep staying motivated. So it doesn't necessarily have to be like a financial contribution. Exactly. It's just got to be some sort of support. Yeah. You know, and I think a lot of people like to go out and have a good time anyway. So the whole baby shower thing, like say you were to, you know, have like a business shower, as, as you've called it, you know, you could have like a, you know, a, a you know, two hour little drink session where they pay a hundred bucks or whatever. Yeah, and then the benefits go towards you know, you know the business or something. Yeah, whatever. You can, the, the you can be quite. I don't think people would. I think most people would be like, yeah, I think this is this is worth it, you know. Yeah. And there'll be a few that will be like, well, in that two hours, I'm going to drink 150 dollars worth. <laughs> but then there'll be a few that you know will come in, contribute, just have a couple, and then you, you end, probably end up making a little bit towards you know building your business. Yeah, which I, I think it's good, and you know, it's always good to see people people doing what they want to do, and usually. Um, when someone starts their own their own business, it's usually something that they they want to do. And passionate um, about, yeah. you know. And, and and usually a lot of the time when someone starts a business, they jump out on a bit of a limb. Really, mm. um, you know. Usually, if they're going to take it serious, they get rid of their their you know supportive job that that kind of keeps them afloat, and they kind of you know take that risk. And I think it's always good to to try and help your friends. Yeah, I was, and it's scary. It's really scary going into business for yourself. I've done it. Um, and, uh, you know, any any sort of support that you can get from people. Um, I think people are just so skeptical now, though, because like, there's so many people with these pyramid-type, you know, schemes yeah, that are trying to sell you stuff. things yeah. and, like, they need you to sign up to this and sign up to that. So I think, you're, like, if your intentions are pure and you're honest and you tell everyone what it's about, you get that support. But it's, And I guess I'm a skeptic as well because... 
any people doing that sort of stuff, I'm thinking you're trying to get rich quick and that's not how the world works. Yeah, the schemes and stuff. But, you know, like, you, some people, like, if you see, like, your mates, you know, trying to have a, a clothing brand, let's say, you know, and his shirt's 50 bucks, you know, and then you're like, oh, you know, I don't know whether I can spend 50 bucks. But then you go out on the weekend and spend 150 on piss or something like that. Yeah, or, yeah. or um, you go out, you, you might not buy it that week and then a couple of weeks later you buy some massive brand shirt for a hundred bucks. Yeah. You know, and then it's like, oh, like, I know that's a really cool shirt or maybe you had a really good weekend, but like, you know, you could have helped out your friend a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah, as long as the shirt's cool, let's be Yeah, real. like, you're not going to, even then hopefully you tell them, I mean, you'd probably Or you buy it and you gift it. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, so you buy thing. it and yeah. then you give it to someone. If you don't, yeah, if you don't want it, but and that's like double promotion because you've spent the money and you've got this shirt that's... to a, someone else that's seen the brand. I, I think you've just hit hit a little uh, cheat code there. If you... yeah. So if you don't like the shirt your yeah, friends are making, if you don't making, like your friends, buy it for someone else. If you don't like the stuff that your friends making, but you want to support your friend, buy it and gift it. Yeah, <laughs> gift it to someone. That's yeah, I like that. <laughs> All right, so um, Sammy. We're there, bro. Another one done. Number 42. Number 42. I believe. I think. Yeah, the Dirk Nowitzki episode. Yeah, was it 42? No, it's 41. 40, 41. Yeah, 41. Yeah, it's 41. Yeah. Last week. Dirk plus one. Dirk plus one. Dirk plus one. Um, thanks for those that are supporting the pod. Um, you know, keep keep sharing. Uh, use our hashtag, Opinions Unqualified. Um, make sure you get on and, and support the people that have supported us uh, throughout our pod as well. Uh, listen to Death by Denim. Uh, watch the motor racing and, and see Chad you know, on the screen and, and support him and follow him on his Insta so he can catch his cousin. Yeah. Uh, that, would be, that would be good. Um, Bruno, yeah. when, when's Bruno DJing again? Well, he's, gonna, he's said he's going to, so oh, once that happens, we'll let everyone it. know. We'll yeah. get around that for sure. Um, thanks for being a part of it. Um, Sam, I hope you have a wonderful week. Thank you. You too, Nixie. Chirp.